Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, welcome to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a show for black moms and go-getters of faith. My name is Bree and I'm the host of the show. I am so happy that you are here for another episode this week. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about grind culture, grind culture, the hustle culture, that hustle mentality. Um, I think it's relevant, I think it's important, and I want to go ahead and dive into that. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to be giving you just a few, I guess, journal prompts, if you will, that you can um, write down and kind of reflect on this week. Because I think that this is an important conversation and I want you to have some takeaways that you can carry with you and reflect on as you go about your your day-to-day tasks this week and see if there's any changes that may possibly be... um, may possibly make sense for you. So let's go ahead and get into the episode, um, Grind Culture. This is not anything new, right? We know about grind culture. Excuse me, if you hear my chair, it's kind of squeaky. That's that... That squeaky sound that you hear, it's my chair. So, um, grind culture is not anything new. I know that it's like a buzzword, I guess, in, in the last couple of years, but let's let's be real. If you came from a black mama, black daddy, a black family, <laughs> grind culture and hustling, that is nothing new, right? Our families for generations did what they had to do to make sure that the family was good, right? And that meant you know, working multiple jobs and working long hours and, and, and doing the jobs that, you know, were beneath everyone else. And, and, and we were doing all these things to make sure our family was good. And we were doing it for less pay. And again, like I said, long, tedious hours of this usually backbreaking work, especially like previous generations. And it was a necessity, like, there weren't many options for black people for us back then. Um, I think times have definitely changed. And with, like, the, the internet and, and and just things have changed, obviously. But um, so there may be, there are more opportunities for us to do different kinds of jobs, different kind of labor, different ways to make money. Um, but that mentality, you know, is still very prevalent in our culture. And when you think about grind culture and working these long hours and having all these expectations placed upon us of of how we need to kind of be like this superhuman machine, um, keep in mind that this is not only about a nine to five job. 
grind culture like this not like I gotta this I've gotta go nine excuse me non-stop mentality is not limited to um you know a nine to five but you also it's prevalent when it comes to um our families and our relationships and um different things like that so if you have kids trust me you are <laughs> definitely most likely grinding and do because you're doing all the things you're doing all the things for your family you're doing all the things for your kids and it's just sometimes you find it's just hard to to catch a break because a lot of responsibility falls on your shoulder as shoulders excuse me as a black woman and what's even crazier is the fact that black women like we we're like at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to all this, okay? Because we're women, number one, and then on top of that, we're black. Now, don't get me, don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. These struggles, being a black woman is amazing, okay? But unfortunately, as a black woman, we have to recognize the truth that us being black and being women, the world is placing these these struggles upon us because we're not fitting nicely into this box of privilege. We, we don't have access to this box of privilege of being white or being a white woman or a white man, um, each coming with different levels of privilege. Um, so we have these struggles that have been placed upon us. Um, being black is not a struggle, but the world is kind of throwing these struggles at us and we've got to kind of figure out ways to navigate that, right? So um, we're, we're, we're working harder, we're working longer, we're getting paid less money, which I find absolutely disgusting. And on top of that, the longer we work, the harder we work and the less we make, excuse me, of course that means we're still struggling. And that just makes absolutely no sense to me. Two plus two should equal four. If I'm working longer and I'm working harder, I should be making at minimum the same amount of money as everybody else. But that is clearly not the case. So we have to work more hours, <laughs> get a part, getting part-time jobs and, and things like that so we can make up that disparity in pay. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. And again, since grind culture isn't necessarily just about longer and harder when it comes to a nine to five or working or finances. Again, when it comes to having children and, and rearing kids and, and families, raising families and things like that, as a woman, as a woman, the responsibility falls on us to do all the things. So we're grocery shopping, we're cooking, we're cleaning, we're potty training. We're helping with homework. We're doing hair. Like we're 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 doing all these things. Okay? We're doing all these things. Um and we're working outside of the home in a lot of cases. So trust me, if you're exhausted right now, this is not your fault. I I I want you to hear me when I say this. It's not your fault. It's just how things have been set up for us as black women. Period. Um, so you may be wondering, like, you know, am I experiencing burn or like, am I in this grind culture cog? Am I, am I on this hamster wheel? I would say most likely you are in some capacity. 
pretty much all black women are. Pretty much all black women are in some way, shape, or form. So here are some signs or some things to look for that will kind of let you know, hey, this is what Brie was talking about, <laughs> okay? So if any of these resonate with you, there's no shame in this. There's no guilt in this. It's really just about awareness because you can't really change things if you don't really, if you're not mindful of it, if you're not aware of it, right? Excuse me, I just had a hiccup. So here's a few things that I noticed. And these, some of these are mine too. So don't get it twisted. Some of these things are mine too. So um, not taking breaks from your job. Not taking breaks. Um, and not taking like your lunch. Or if you do take your lunch, you're taking it at your desk. Make it make sense. The whole purpose of having a lunch or a break is to get up, get out of your seat, walk around, Go outside, go get lunch, do something other than sit at your desk and continue to drill your eyes into that laptop or that computer, right? So we're not taking breaks. We're not taking our lunch away from our desk. We're literally, we have a sandwich in one hand or a piece of fruit in one hand and we're replying to an email with the other hand, right? Um, another thing is going to bed super late like religiously going to bed super late religiously and, and again because again the grind culture is not necessarily just with a nine to five um now going to bed religiously it could be because you haven't set a boundary with your job and so you are responding to emails at 10 30 11 o'clock 12 o'clock um when you should be making space for relaxation and sleep and shutting it all down um, but you're you're busy responding to emails you're getting back to customers you're getting back to clients if you're an entrepreneur or you have a side gig um, it could be that you know the kids wreck the house <laughs> and they have their toys all over the place and there's dishes in the sink and you just need things to be a certain way so you just stay up late you pick up all the toys, you throw in two loads of laundry, you fold up the laundry, you wash the dishes, you reset the table, like you're doing all these things at 10 o'clock, 1030, 11 o'clock, 1130, right? Um, let's see, something else that you might may be familiar is um, you working while on vacation. If you even take vacation days, sometimes we're scared to take a vacation day. We're scared to call out sick because you you know that your workload is so busy and no one really can pitch in and help. So you're scared to take that day off. You're scared to take a vacation day because you don't know how things are going to be managed. And when you come back, you know that it's going to no one's going to handle your work. So when you come back, if you take you know, four or five day vacation, you know, when you come back, it's all going to still be, it's going to be piled up on your desk and you're going to come back to 615 emails, um, all urgent <laughs> because no one was monitoring your inbox. <laughs> um, so you're like, well, damn, I might as well just not even take a vacation. I may as well not even take a sick day because I don't even want to come back. I don't want to cause myself even more work. It's like, what's the point of taking a day off? Does that sound familiar? Because it certainly sounds familiar to me. Again, um, this is not to um, throw shade or make you feel some kind of way or feel guilty about it. But we have to be mindful of these habits that we're 
when we're running on autopilot because we do that a lot we get into our rhythms and we run on autopilot and we do all these things and we just become accustomed to it and we don't recognize that we are running ourselves down um what else what else what else like if you're constantly exhausted if you're constantly irritable or or miserable um if you're feeling achy you know maybe you have headaches all the time if you're out of touch with yourself like you just haven't connected to your body and you're just all over the place um these are all a few signs of burnout or 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 uh, excuse me grind just grinding grind culture right so something else that i would say is when it comes to grind culture we use technology like all freaking day we use technology to use technology <laughs> um it's like we are attached to these phones and we're not giving ourselves a break this is also a part of just kind of like this grind culture we have our cell phone in one hand we're on the couch watching tv we have music playing in the background and we're responding to emails we're texting we're scrolling social media we just have all this i don't even know what the word is all this um is a stimuli like all this stuff happening and that is so draining to our minds, so draining to our spirits, so draining to our bodies. Um, but we just, we just, we're just used to it. And that's adding to that grind culture. We're so used to being stimulated that it just, it ain't no thing to just keep, just to keep, you know, working harder, working longer. Because we're just, we're not used to peace. We're used to being activated all the time. We're, we're used to being on like a light switch all the time that we rarely turn off. So it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And I think that the more mindful we get of this, the more we can, you know, make moves and, and, and change up some habits and thought processes so that we can make sure that we are providing ourselves the care that we 1 million percent deserve. Because if we don't do it, who's going to do it? It's our responsibility. Nobody can do this for you. It's something that you, you have to do for yourself. You have to do what makes sense for you, and you have to do it for yourself. Um, but I can tell you that the grind, that mindset is just so harmful. It's so harmful for us, and it's something that needs to change. Um, so I found some quotes about grind culture and I want to pull them up. Well, I mean, they aren't about grind cult. Well, I guess technically they are. Because they are quotes about grinding, going harder, you know, doing all the things, doing all the things. And again, this doesn't just apply to jobs. Keep in mind that you can be grinding for your family, like doing all the things for your family. And the interesting thing that I find, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I want you to think about this for a minute, okay? Reflect on this. When you see those memes on social, and we've all seen them with the grind, like these little platitudes and witty, excuse me, witty quotes about grind culture, okay, and how it's amazing and how we have to do it because it'll make us the best. Have you noticed that a lot of times those quotes are made by men? That's something that I just kind of 
thought about. And I'm not saying that only men quote, excuse me, make these, um, post these quotes. Of course, women post these quotes too. But I'm saying the originator of the actual quotes, I don't see a lot of like well-known women telling us to grind it out. I think that's like a male energy, if that makes any sense. Um, but we're taking that on because we typically, a lot of times, feel like we don't have a choice. And we're not bringing balance to our to our lives. So here's a few quotes that I found that I just read them and just shook my head. I don't know the author of all of them, but some of them I do. So one of them that made me shake my head is, if you're still broke, the grind includes Sunday. I'll read that again in case you missed. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T H E O U A I dot com and enter promo code self care for 15% off any product. That's T H E O U A I dot com, promo code self care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because 
again for real navigating this cali traffic is insane now recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go but it's also good for chilling at home too it's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand so next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol without the hangover give recess mood a shot it's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. If you're still broke, the grind includes Sunday. So in other words, if you don't have money, if you're struggling financially, um and you've worked Monday through Saturday and you're still having some financial <laughs> issues, don't trip because you can always get out there and work another 10 hours on Sunday. Do you see the problem with that? The problem is they're telling you, hey, don't rest, team no sleep. You can get out there and grind on Sunday too. And let me, let me preface this by saying something. I get it, okay? We need monies. I need monies. <laughs> and I'm saying monies with an I-E-S on the end because I want all the monies. Money will allow me to do some of the most incredible things, including giving to people in need, which is like something that I'm like a huge advocate for. Um, but it'll, allow, it'll uh, excuse me, allow me to hire some help eventually so I can do more with Brown Girl Self Care. It will allow me to buy my house that I'm going to be buying soon. It will allow me to um, do just have a, someone come and clean my house, someone cook for me so I can make my life easier while also pouring financially into other people. And it will allow me to set my daughter up for success in her life as she ages um and obviously it'll help me do things like get out of debt and pay off bills and 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 have health care and all these important things that part i get but sis <laughs> if your mentality is that you've got to grind to get there it's like what what's really the point of grinding and grinding and grind, you know what grinding is, right? It's like the word literally means to like wear something down. <laughs> That's what grinding is. So what's the point of wearing yourself down to the point of burnout where you've made all this money, but you are so burnt to a crisp, you can't even enjoy it. Or you're so burnt to a crisp, burned out, that you are experiencing all these medical issues um, and again, not to say that you've caused every single medical issue um, in your life. I'm not saying that. Please hear me when I say this. But we know that when we are not taking care of our bodies, when we're not sleeping, when we're not making time for lunch and, and breaks and fresh air and sun, when we're not doing those things consistently, it can lead to harmful, uh, damaging effects in our bodies. Okay? So <clears throat> that was one of the quotes that I just found ironic. And let's see, another one was, let's see, let's see, let's see. I've got a dream that is worth more than my sleep. Did y'all hear that? I've got a dream that is worth more than my sleep. And that is by Eric Thomas, who I'm pretty sure is a, a black entrepreneur. I can kind of see him in my mind. 
I don't know what he talks about, but I see him popping up on Facebook all the time, if I'm not mistaken. I think he might be a motivational speaker or something. I'm not sure. But um, I've got a dream that is worth more than my sleep. So in other words, you know, pushing that that no sleep narrative, pushing that unhealthy no sleep narrative. Like the average person, and I know you're thinking, well, the average person knows better than to listen to these things, but that's that's just that's just not the point. The point is when you know you see these these memes and these these signals that are telling us we're supposed to always go harder, like Nike, just do it. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Nike ad that said just do it and showed somebody resting. I don't think I have. But in any, in any case, we, we have these narratives coming at us telling us go harder, go longer, do it more, do it better, you know, doing all these things. But we don't have that balance that shows that rest, you know, is important too. Um, then you see these kind of things and it makes you feel some kind of way if you are in debt, if you're struggling, um, if you're not doing quote unquote all the things because, hey, these memes are telling you that you're not doing enough. If you're sleeping right now instead of grinding, you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. Here's another one. Grind while they sleep. Learn while they party. Live like they dream. I don't know who said that, but I'm sure it's a man. And the funny thing about these quotes that I found, the funny thing that I about these quotes is that I'm almost positive that they were all, a lot of them were written by men. A lot of them were written by men. And the irony in that is, and I'm sure you see where this is going, who has the most responsibility in the household? Men or women? typically, especially when there's kids involved. Women do, obviously. So while he's able to quote unquote grind and not sleep, that's great if that's what he wants to do. But for women who typically are the ones that are doing all the things, running the household, taking care of the kids, potty training, um, cooking all the, or cooking a lot of the meals. Um, what else do we do? Washing a lot of the clothes, cleaning up, you know, we're doing all these things, going to the grocery store, dropping the kids off at lessons. And this is not to say that, um, dads or men don't do these things as well, because of course they do. But usually the weight, the bulk of that falls on our shoulders and on top of that we are building empires and working part-time jobs or nine to fives right so while he may be able to do this team no sleep you know for however long that's great but can we do the same while we're nursing a baby on our boob probably not <laughs> so I want you to to just be mindful that um, pay attention to who's telling you to grind. What does their situation look like? You got to have a, um, a view of, of where this person is coming from because they're coming from a, a place of privilege more often than not. They've, they're either a man, they're making more money, um, 
they have two incomes because they're married. Uh, what else? They may have kids, but they might be a different age than your, your kids. They may have less kids than you have. They may be able to live with their parents who's paying all their bills while they're grinding so they don't have to worry about going to a job. They may not have to work multiple jobs. Like you have to you have to have a total view in front of you when you're trying to um not monitor, trying to structure your life after someone that you admire because they're grinding. You see them grinding so that they can excuse me, get all these amazing things and have all these amazing experiences for the gram. But keep in mind that their place of privilege may, and we're all privileged in one way or another, okay? But their place of privilege probably looks a lot differently, a lot more different than yours does, okay? And of course, we have um, exceptions to every rule. But generally speaking, they're coming from a different place of privilege than you are. And so while you're trying to do all the things because you see them doing all the things, it, it ain't adding up. It's not matching. <laughs> you guys are in two different, completely different situations. Okay? So the point of that is don't be so hard on yourself. Allow yourself some grace. Okay? Allow yourself some grace and, and ways to find balance so that Yes, it is great to build an empire. Yes, I know that we all have to work. And sometimes we have to do things that we do not want to do and work at jobs we don't want to work at or um, support people that we don't want to support. But there's got to be some kind of balance in, in it for us. There's got to be some kind of balance in it for us. Regardless if it's on the job or in your 9 to 5. Or excuse me, in your job or in your family life, in your personal life. If you're doing all the things for your kids, sometimes you got to back up. You got to ease up a little bit, depending on their age, and allow them to pitch in a little bit more around the house or cook. cook. Even if all they do is make sandwiches for dinner, let them make sandwiches for dinner that you guys can eat. Like, show them that there's, you know, it's not always all about them. And of course, depending on their age, there's different levels to that. I wouldn't treat a four-year-old the same as I would treat a 15 year old you know what I'm saying but there are different ways to kind of work some balance into our lifestyle so we can maintain our health we have to that's like priority number one because if we're not healthy and we're down for the count we're not serving anybody we're not helping anybody we're not enabling ourselves to put our gifts out into the world if we're sick or if we're not in a good place mentally, emotionally. You can't serve from a place like that. I mean, you can, but it's not going to be your best. It's not going to be your best. So I want to, um, I want to give you some journal prompts if you don't mind. You know, sometimes I like to do that as I wrap up this conversation. I want to give you some journal prompts. Let me find them really quickly because I wrote them down on my iPad. Um, yeah, so here's a few reflections or journal prompts that I want you to think about this week. And again, when it comes to grind culture. So the first one is, what are you trying to prove and who are you trying to prove it to? Again, thinking about grind culture, thinking about the stories you tell yourself, 
how you were raised, maybe what your experiences were, thinking about all that and what you're doing right now, like I want you to identify what are you trying to prove and and who are you trying to prove it to? Are you trying to keep up with it? And this is, listen, these are conversations, these are questions I ask myself. And so sometimes these questions are like hard questions, but you'll get more benefit from it when you are completely honest with yourself and you don't sugarcoat it. No one has to know what you're saying. No one has to read your responses. This is just for you. If you want it to be just for you, you don't have to share this with anybody, but you'll get more out of it if you are real with it. Okay. So again, what are you trying to prove and who are you trying to prove it to when you're grinding and you're going hard in the paint nonstop, or you're trying to, you know, have a perfect home. So you're staying up until 11 o'clock picking up all the toys, washing all the loads, you know, and doing all these things instead of going to bed and saying, you know what, I'll tackle that tomorrow. Or you know what, I'll get some help from the kids or my husband or whomever um, from that tomorrow. I'm going to ask for help. Like, what are you trying to prove and who are you trying to prove it to? Um, Another great question to kind of reflect on is what are you trading your peace for and is it worth it? What are you trading your peace for and is it worth it? So when you're grinding, we're giving up something, something that is bringing us peace, something that is helping us to to maintain ourselves. So what are you trading that grind for? And ultimately, is that, is it worth it? Because only you can answer that question. Only you know if it's, worth it or not but that's definitely something to think about and then I had another question but my iPad of course died I had actually like four or five questions and my iPad literally just died so I'm gonna take a second I'm gonna take a beat and I'm gonna think about if I can think of like maybe one more question off that list um hmm I know one of the questions was about the stories. What's what what is the story behind your grind? Not who are you doing it for? You answered that in the first question, but like what was the story behind or what is the story behind your grind? Um is it because you saw your mom doing it and and that was the only way that she could make ends meet? Is it because your dad, you know, was in and out of jail, so you knew that you never wanted to be that way, so you decided you're going to just, you know, be on your grind and make some stuff happen. Um, I mean, like, what what is the story behind your grind? I think if we can kind of put those bits and pieces together, and I apologize that I can't read you the other questions because my iPad died, but I think once we kind of start to put the bits and pieces to our stories together and figure out the why and the who's and the what's, and, and, and if, like, is it worth it? Or is there a way to bring more balance to this situation? I think that was another question. Is there a way to bring balance to this situation? I think once we kind of put it together, we can work to stop this, this grind culture. We can work to, to put an end to this and stop putting such a high level of priority on, you know, this grind narrative that is prevalent in our culture. 
So that is your homework assignment for this week. It's not meant to, you know, take you hours and hours. It's just really about reflecting sometime throughout the week. And if you want to send me your responses or you want to hit me up, you can always shoot me a message at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. I realized I said that very fast. Connect at browngirlselfcare.com. You can hit me up there. Um, or um, a lot of you guys hit me up on um, Instagram, and I try to respond to the messages, but sometimes there's like a lot, so I apologize if I am not able to get to all of them. But since I'm just, you know, one person right now, a one-woman show for the most part, um, it is a little challenging. So, But you can always send me a message there too, and I'll do my best to respond if you have a comment or um, about today's episode. And as always, if you can leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this, every time I see a new rating, it just floats my boat. Like, you have no idea. Because it, it shows me, it's proof that what I'm talking about is connecting with you and that you find it helpful and that it's valuable. It matters to you that I'm sharing my story, sharing my my thoughts and experiences and, and um, just ways that we can weave more self-care into our lives. So, you know, the reviews definitely help. Let me know that it's resonating with you. And then before I wrap up this episode, I do want to let you know that um, speaking of grind culture, Okay, speaking of grind culture, I am doing a five-day cancel grind culture challenge that starts on August 24th. If you would like details, um, make sure that you're signed up for the newsletter because this week, the week of, um, what, the 17th, I think it is. I think Monday's the 17th, I'm not sure. But the week of this week, um, I'll send a few emails out. The space will be limited. This will be a paid challenge. It'll be a small fee, but I think that if you pay, you'll have some skin in the game. You're going to get to be a part of a little community where we're going to be sharing. I'm going to go live in the group to kind of talk about grind culture every day as we we do some little tasks. Um, I think it's going to be fun. So again, um, you'll be getting an email. And if you're not signed up for the newsletter, then um, I will drop a link to um, get you to the place where you can sign up for the newsletter, okay? And that way you'll get that message when I send it out this week. So, um, Cancel Grind Culture, five-day challenge starts August 24th. Look out for that. And I think that's it for today's episode. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you take some time, girl, to listen, excuse me, to reflect on those questions that I asked. And, um... Do some reflecting on ways that you can make space for yourself to bring more peace and balance um, into your life as we work to obliterate the grind culture, okay? Have an amazing week. Be blessed. And I will see you next week on the podcast.